0: There's a place where the streets shine With the glory of the Lamb There's a way we can go there We can live there beyond time Because of you Because of you Because of your love Because of your blood No more pain, no more sadness, no more suffering, no more tears, no more sin, no more sickness, no injustice,
1: no more death because of you. Because of you.
0: Because of your love. Because of your blood. Everlasting, there is gladness, there is peace, there is wine, ever flowing, there's a wedding, there's a feast because of you,
1: because of you,
0: because of your love, because of your blood, oh, for oh.
2: in whom the whole structure being joined together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. And in him, you also are being built together into a dwelling place for God by the Spirit.
1: you all pray with me it's a little loud and scary there <laughs> heavenly father uh we just thank you for this glorious day that you've given us to come together and worship you we uh thank you for all the many blessings that you pour out upon us and we just want to take a moment of silent prayer just to turn our attention towards you lord to leave all the baggage all the things that are holding us back from seeing you all of our shortcomings all of our our strife um, we want to leave all of that at the foot of the cross today so that we can come to you with open hearts and open arms And just embrace you and worship you today, Lord. So again, Heavenly Father, we just thank you for all the many blessings that you pour out upon us. We thank you for washing us free of our sins. And uh, we just pray that you make your presence known and make your glory shine here today, Lord. We thank you for all these gifts in your son's holy and precious name. Amen.
3: verses from psalm uh, chapter 46 uh, verses 1 through 3 and 8 through 11 god is our refuge and strength a very present help in trouble therefore we will not fear though the earth gives way though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea though its waters roar and foam though the mountains tremble at its swelling come behold the works of the lord how he has brought desolations on the earth, he makes war cease to the end of the earth, he breaks the bow and shatters breaks the bow and shatters the spear, he burns the chariots with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations, I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress.
0: Noise and clamor sees. be still and know that he is God, be still and know that he is faithful.
2: God, we thank you so much for your promises. We thank you for your word. We thank you that you invite us to be still and know that you are God and that you will be exalted. So um, thank you for allowing us into your throne room to exalt your name and to praise your character and to remember all that you have done for us. We ask for a special blessing this morning on Allie as she comes with Pastor Tom um, to, to share the message that's been on her heart and to teach us about bees and to teach us how uh, we can see that reflected in the life of our church and in in the life of our home here. Help us be good bees. And also, God, help us be with, um, please be with the little ones, uh, whether they're at home or printing their printables or talking to mom and dad today about you, that they would know your love in a deeper way today as well. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Amen. Good morning. Welcome to Hope. It's good to have you with us. If you have any prayer requests or if you are visiting with us, we encourage you to fill out this card that's in your bulletin and drop it in the bucket on your way out, and we will follow up with you accordingly. Uh, We encourage you to share those prayer requests with us. We take those very seriously, and we actually enjoy being able to pray for you according to what's going on in your life. Uh, If you have little ones, or if you're sitting next to someone who acts like a little one, uh, you can take our printable and some crayons. And this is all designed weekly to follow along with the theme of the message that we are presenting throughout the Youth Summer Sermon Series. So uh, today is togetherness, or together, oneness, etc. And so that's the theme, and there's some scriptures in here that follow along with that. It's a good way to Keep your kids on, uh, well, the theme and the scriptures that we're covering. Speaking of kids, we have our, starting in August, we think we are ready to restart Hope for Kids for ages, I think, like pre-K through fifth grade. and We're going to do one class, mostly outside, if that's You know, weather allows, um, or in the family room. And we will begin kind of restarting Hope for Kids, which is great. That will include doing a children's chat on Sunday mornings before the message, which I'm excited about. And so that's coming up first Sunday in August. And first Sunday in August, as we kick that off, we will have the nursery open as well, uh, but only for the first Sunday of the month. We're trying to fill nursery worker slots. For the other Sundays of the month, we've got our first round of teacher slots. So if you are a nursery-inclined person, if you love babies and you love to serve God by freeing up young moms to be able to come in with their husbands or others and enjoy the, the worship service, then you can serve in that way. We're looking for those volunteers as you feel comfortable returning to that capacity. So we will have nursery and Hope for Kids August 1st. Other Sundays in August will be Hope for Kids, and then first weekend in September, we'll do nursery again, and we'll just keep building, rebuilding as we go. Uh, we'll focus on nursery next, and then maybe a second class for Hope for Kids at some point. But for now, that's the plan. So now you know the plan, and uh, that's a good thing. Other things going on around here, Tuesday nights at 7, we have a Zoom Bible study that meets... On our Zoom channel, and it is going through the Book of Ruth, as and we're looking at the Book of Ruth as a piece of literature and the literary components that that the author used to tell God's story in the Book of Ruth. Then we're also being given some brief writing assignments on our own lives that we will fold into uh, the writing of each of our own stories of God's hand in our own lives. So God's stories through each of our lives, that's the objective. So we're studying the book of Ruth, looking at the literary components of that, and then using that to tell the stories in our own lives. So it's kind of it's interesting and, and creative and different, but I uh, encourage you to zoom in Tuesday nights at 7 and uh, that will be our Zoom Bible study for the foreseeable next few weeks. Um, it is time, the season four officer nominations. You should receive sometime this week an email outlining the qualifications for the offices of deacon and elder and a list. If you're a member, you'll receive this email and then there'll be a list of members who are eligible to serve in those offices and you may nominate accordingly. And then once those nominations are in, we will uh, touch base with those nominees and make sure that they are on board with going through this process. And then that kicks off about a six-month leadership training process that they will go through to study God's word primarily as to what it means to be a deacon or elder here at Hope. Um, So encourage you to be prayerfully considering those who you respect to serve in those capacities Uh, Coming up, what else? Did I forget anything? I think that's it. Allie, you're up. Come on down. You're the next contestant. All right. Can I hear you? I can hear you. Well,
4: okay, there it is. Yeah,
1: everybody (laughs) can hear you now. How you doing?
4: I'm good. How are you?
1: All right, doing well, doing well. So, um, welcome. And before we start, we should probably say a prayer. Okay. But before we um, before we say the prayer, let's get some shots of you in action. <laughs> All right. There's Allie in her beekeeper costume. <laughs> I, I want I want you to notice a couple things here. Uh, you can see the hive in the background just above her shoulder. It's that white box um and some unfortunate kid is having their birthday party in the backyard <laughs> right behind <laughs> our beehive i don't I, I don't know I don't know what happened know. Um, and uh I want you to notice the fashion statement that this young woman is <laughs> making here. You can't see them very well right now, but those ladies and gentlemen are Mickey Mouse pajamas, (laughs) pajama pants. So her dad had called her. She was at work. Where do you work? Walk-ons. Whatever. Okay. It's a restaurant. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And uh, so um, (laughs) her dad had called her. was like, do you need me to bring you a pair of pants from the house? She's like, no, I've got a pair. (laughs) Well, that was these. (laughs) Right? So then what do we have? We have her at the hive, I believe. Yep, there's her dad. That's Jimmy taking the lid off. There's Allie. And there are some bees that are fixing to be really upset. And what you need to understand about bees is when they get upset, they tend to go after dark colors. They are probably, we think, genetically predisposed to attack whatever color is closest to that of, say, a bear, Mm -hmm. which would be their natural predator uh, in Europe where they came from. And so they are sort of pre-wired to go right at the darkest color in front of them. So they come out of the hive, they feel threatened, they go, dark fabric, we're in, and just beeline for your pants... Right And then I don't think we have a shot of you running, <laughs> um, but there's, there's a bee, and this is what happens to a worker bee after she drives her stinger into whatever the target is, it sort of like rips her bottom half of her it. interior organs out of the back, and this as the stinger is pulled off of her body, and the bee is literally sacrificing herself for the sake of the hive. Um, so you helped several bees act like Jesus yes. this week, <laughs> and if you the next slide, Sean. So those are bee stingers that were left in Mickey, and that's a pollen smear. <laughs> um, but those are bee stingers that were left in Mickey Mouse's face. <laughs> All right, because he happened to be the darkest. So, Allie, I was thinking about this and. Uh, you know, in medieval times, when someone did something brave and honorable, they would, uh, they would, like, knight them, and then people would sing songs about them. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> Please don't sing a song <clears throat> to me. What?
4: <laughs> I said, please don't sing a song to me right now. I can't sing a song to you? <laughs> you can
1: <laughs> So this song is titled, uh, which do you prefer, brave or Valiant. Let's go with Brave.
4: Okay. (laughs) Brave. Brave. All right.
1: You like Brave better. I'm just telling you what you like better. (laughs) That's how it works here. Okay. This song is titled Brave Miss Allie. She came to the hive in pajama pants. The bees got mad, stirred up like ants. They stung at the jammies that were black and red. She bravely showed them her bum and fled. Brave, 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 brave Miss Allie. There were 18 stings when we got back to the house. Apparently, bees hate Mickey Mouse. <laughs> She's been sitting on ice and chugging Benadryl. The beehive visit was not quite a thrill for brave, 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 brave Miss Allie. How'd I do?
4: Wonderful. Right. <laughs> that was really good, actually. What's that? I said that was really good. You're right. No, rhyming. it wasn't
1: really good. It was, it was really cheesy, but hey, it's what I do. What's that?
4: Yeah, Uh, my dad. We're we're
1: not going to talk about the lack of smoke that was not applied prior to the whole thing um, because we're just not going to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: I should have had a cigar (laughs) lit. I really should have. And, And I'm giving her all this grief. So let's be clear. So Jimmy takes the lid off. He's standing there. The bees, like, come right at Allie. She takes off. I scream like a little girl, and I'm running as fast as I Well, it's more of a waddle, really. But I'm waddling away from the hive as fast as I can. And Jimmy turns around he, to, to say to me, like, hey, a little help, you know, putting this back. And I'm, like, back at the building. So Jimmy is all alone at the beehive, wondering where everybody went. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was crazy.
4: Yeah, it, was, it wasn't boring it was not
1: boring <laughs> so okay well now we should probably pray now that all that nonsense is over yes. all right so uh, do you want to dial or hang up
4: um i can dial
1: okay um and if you could you want to pray for our troops or do you want to pray for josh
4: Bo- troops both
1: troops i'll yeah. do josh you okay. do the troops okay all right you're dialing yes Hit it.
4: Thank you, God, for letting me, us be here today and for the beautiful day that you gave us. Um, thank you for giving me this opportunity to just dive into the Bible and talk about um, the oneness of our community with Tom and just get a deeper understanding of what Jesus of who Jesus wants us to be. Um, I pray for our troops and for our armies that are um, out right now just to keep them safe, keep their families safe, um, Take away the stress that they may have, the fear that they may have for their loved ones. Um, just be here for the church today, for everybody in the church today, for everybody in the world today. And thank you for just dying for us.
1: And Lord, we uh, lift up all of those who serve in this country in our government. We pray for wisdom and decision and the decisions that are before them. And we lift up... Uh, our own hearts to you we we give you our sins and failures and we thank you for the forgiveness and grace that are ours in Jesus Christ we lift before you those whom we know and love who are sick or recovering from medical procedures or facing uncertain diagnoses we pray especially this morning for Josh Johnson and we just pray that in the wake of his auto accident, you would continue to pour out the miracles and answers to prayer that you have been administering to him in his state in the ICU currently. We just pray for a full recovery of his liver function, his kidney function, and his pulmonary functions, and we just pray that as you stabilize him and continue to pour out your healing upon him, that he would get Uh, to a place where he's not dependent on so many of those machines and that uh, you would um, just pour out your healing spirit on him. Comfort uh, Teresa and David and Hannah, his sister, um, as they await for their uh, precious family member to recover. Uh, Give them strength and courage to wade through this difficult time. We just pray your blessing over that family and your blessing over this time Uh, that we spend in your word today. Uh, Open our hearts and speak to us through the presence and power of your Holy Spirit, uh, through your eternal word. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. So the incredible Allie Townsend is with us today. (laughs) Thank you. Yes. (laughs) And um, Allie, tell us about yourself. Give us like some, some of the basic details. How old are you? Where do you go to school? What's going on in your life? Okay. What do you got?
4: So I'm 18. Um, I'm going to start my first year of college next year at Texas State University. Um, I'm really excited. I'm also nervous. Uh, I graduated from Reagan High School. I cheered there for four years. And I'm moving on to the next step of my life.
1: Just cheer. Just, that's it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I can't think of anything that takes over one's life. <laughs> like, band is a pretty holistic Taking over of a kid's life, cheer is yes. possibly
4: your whole life. Your whole <laughs> life, <laughs> yeah. yes. Every yeah.
1: waking thought is is commandeered by your coach yes. and uh, practice every day. Um, but at least everybody on your team is chill and kind and generous yes. and sweet.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, it's not a competitive <laughs> world. No, no. Okay, good. <laughs> um, I'm not with
4: twenty other girls on a team. <laughs> no
1: no (laughs) what could go wrong (laughs) Um, so uh let's see are you a cat person or a dog person dog definitely a dog person okay and how many dogs do you currently have
4: I have two little baby dogs
1: two little baby dogs (laughs) yes one of which is a full-grown boxer they're
4: all they're both full-grown but they're my babies (laughs)
1: yeah they're your babies. okay that's fair um And uh, what are you going to study at Texas State?
4: I'm going to study education.
1: Oh, very good. All right. Very good. That's encouraging (laughs) for me to think that the kids of our future will have you you. as their teacher. That's a good thing. Um, Beatles or Johnny Cash? The Beatles. Beatles? Mm -hmm. All right. And do you have a favorite Beatles song? I like Blackbird. Blackbird. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. That's that's a different choice. I mean that's kinda unique.
4: I love that song. Thank you. All right. <laughs>
1: Very good. I like it. Um you have a favorite dessert?
4: Cookies, yes.
1: Cookies yes. like chocolate or chocolate chip cookies. Chocolate chip cookies.
4: I make at least like six batches in a week. <laughs> <I'm> serious. <laughs>
1: like what day of the week exactly? Are you every make? day of the, every week. Day of <laughs> the oh. Can I have your <laughs> gate code, Jimmy? <laughs> Okay. Um, all right. Anything else we should know about the incredible Allie Townsend?
4: I think we're good. All right.
1: <laughs> so, so uh, for those of you who have no idea what's going on here, this is I'm going to try to explain briefly. So, youth group Bible study during the school year, we gave y'all an assignment this year to look at Acts chapter two, verses forty two through forty seven, mm-hmm. and to as you studied that passage, and we started, because, you know, I'm there, we started in Acts chapter one, verse one, and worked our way towards that passage, which is a description of this idyllic, young, new church that was formed in the first two chapters of Acts, and it's described as, well, we'll read it in a minute, you'll read it in a minute, Um, But then when you were asked to pick one aspect of life in that church and then focus in on other scriptures that bring out that aspect of life in the church, we're comparing the church to a beehive. And so we're looking at ways in which life in the church is reflected in life in a beehive. So let's start with Acts 2.42. Can you read that passage for us, please? All right.
4: praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved.
1: Very good. And which aspect of this passage did you decide to focus on?
4: Um, together, the word together, it's in um, verse 46. It says, and day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts. So okay. um, just the togetherness and community in church.
1: Okay. And so we're going to look at this call to be <laughs> together, <laughs> um, and uh, then your other task was to like study a little bit about the life of bees and how the hive functions, and look for some aspect of togetherness that you see reflected in a beehive. Take us into um, you found uh, at least one sort of great. Uh, Bee fact. <laughs> um, and uh, so we're going to look at what aspects of a beehive reflect this aspect of togetherness.
4: Okay. So bees, um, they're all working together towards the same goal. So to support the hive, to keep the queen safe, to make honey, to pollinate the flowers. Um, and really they're all like how they've stung me. They'll, they'll die for their hive. So they do everything just to sustain the hive and to keep it Healthy and um, good. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, and you found a cool bee quote, or you know, a little talking point that some someone one of the bee videos that you watch. Yes.
4: So each bee is like a neuron, and the hive is like a brain.
1: Okay. And so they're all connected. They all work together. And like when we <laughs> were out there, um, you know, one at least one of those bees became alarmed. Yeah. And then what do they do?
4: So when they get alarmed, they'll sting whatever is, harm what they think is going to harm them, and then they leave a pheromone in you so that the other bees basically take, s- smell that pheromone and think, oh, this person, we need to attack this person. So when one bee leaves a pheromone, then all the other bees follow that pheromone and, yeah. So I got stung a so couple times. So <laughs> we could call
1: you, like, pharaoh. <laughs> yeah. Pheromone? I don't know. Just trying <laughs> to work this out here. Love the dad jokes. Bad dad jokes. It's <laughs> what I do. Um, okay. So, uh, and then you found a fun bee fact that you wanted to share with us. Go ahead. So, this is just
4: a funny bee fact just to, you know, add some comic relief. Um, so, there are drones in the hive. And what the drones job is, basically, they go on to what they call like a mating flight. So their their only and sole purpose is to mate with the queen to make more bees for the hive. So after they're done mating with the queen, um, the other bees, the girl bees, because the whole entire hive is girl bees, they kick them out. They literally, like, throw them off the hive and leave them to die. (laughs) Yeah, because they – You
1: call this a funny bee fact. Yeah, it's kind (laughs) of funny. It's
4: kind of (laughs) funny. They're like, bye, boys. (laughs)
1: I don't. Do you think that's funny? (laughs) I don't really think that's funny. It's kind of (laughs) funny. Can you please shut off the Zoom feed? I don't (laughs) want my wife hearing this. Uh, You don't want to get thrown out of my house, Allie. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) No, it's all good. (laughs) So yeah, we asked the kids to just as they're studying, learning about bees, to kind of pick out the things that stood out to them, and that was your favorite one. So all
0: right,
1: (laughs) girl power. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I got two daughters. I get it. Um okay. So then your assignment was to look through other scriptures and find some aspects of the call to togetherness mm-hmm. that God wants for his people as members of his church. So you found um Ephesians chapter 4 verses 1 through like 16. 177 or something. Yeah. <laughs> um
4: basically
1: um, so this is a, it's a fairly sizable chunk of scripture that you're going to read for us, um, but it really picks up this theme of togetherness, and then we're going to kind of unpack the passage together. You ready? Yes. All right, read it for us. Okay.
4: I therefore, prisoner for the Lord, urge, urge you to, call, to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called. With all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace, there is one body and one spirit just as you are called to the one hope that belongs to your call, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. But grace was given to each one of us according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore it says, when he ascended on high, he led a host of captives, and he gave gifts to men. He who descended is the one who all ascended for far above all the heavens, that he might fill all things. All he gave the apostles, the prophets, the... Ev- How do you say that? Evangelists, Evangelists, the shepherds and teachers, to equip the saints for the work of ministry for building up the body of Christ. Until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. To mature manhood to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine. By human cunning, by craftiness and deceitful schemes. Rather speaking in the truth and love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head into Christ, from whom the whole body, joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped when each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love.
1: All right. So thank you. And we're going to, you know, as we sort of discussed our way through this passage, um, I think we kind of wound up with two different facets of togetherness that you saw here. Uh, take us into that first one. Uh, what is God calling us to as Christians in his church in our call to be together?
4: So um, God's calling us to step into your calling. So um, really just making sure that you're leading with love. You're doing everything in love. You are, even no matter the circumstance, if you are, you know, are upset or whatever the circumstance is, just to remember to always use love as the way that you respond to things because that's what God would want us to do. Even though that's hard. I know that's hard because I've been in situations where I just want to, you know, be the exact same back to somebody that wasn't leading with love. But it's hard to be Christian sometimes and sometimes you have to... Put aside what your flesh is telling you to do, and um, just open—you know—open your heart to God. Show them God through you, th- showing them love.
1: Yeah, yeah. And there's some really, um, there's some words in this passage as he's unpacking this idea of bearing with one another in love. In verse two, mm-hmm. there's some words that I'm really good at, <laughs> like humility. <laughs> So humble. I love to tell people how humble I am. <laughs> yes. Um, but gentleness and things like patience, that those don't come naturally to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have to sort of lean into our faith to find that source of love so that we can be a little more loving towards yeah. people like them. Yeah. Look at them. Look Ugh. at them. Don't you feel bad for yeah. them? Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Just yeah, kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Just okay. kidding. Okay. So... Um, to be unified as God's people, we, we are called to step into this calling to lead with love. What else you got?
4: Um, to live at peace with yourself and with others. So um, just really, like it says in verse 3, eager to maintain the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. So not only feeling peace in yourself but feeling peace in others just to, like, keep that good community? Because if it's, you know, it's not, I don't really know how to explain it, but.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's a, it's a trick because yeah. as many people as we are, there's that many opinions <laughs> on what ought to be exactly. done and uh, what's most important, et cetera. And so to keep that ethic and value of being at peace is key to being unified with God's people. So we step into this calling of love and peace, mm-hmm. and we're to walk how?
4: Walk in his footsteps.
1: Yes, in the footsteps of Christ as, as, or God, as this passage begins to point out. Mm-hmm. And do you remember the metaphor we talked about, what, what Paul is doing here? He takes the same thing and says it, I don't know how many times.
4: Like a million. Yes. <laughs> um, so keeps on hitting
1: Yes, so he's, it's like he's hitting the same nail with a hammer multiple times to make sure that it's driven in to where we need it. Mm-hmm. So take us into this, this, um, this call that, that Paul is articulating here to walk in, in God's footsteps. What does that look like?
4: Yeah, so um, like I said, walking in his footsteps – is not very native to us. Oh, Um, you had to use (laughs) that word. Yeah, I did. (laughs) Um, So (coughs) it's hard sometimes to follow what the Bible, you know. It's hard to always try and be, do the right thing. It is hard, you know, because your flesh is telling you otherwise. Um, But it's important to look past that and just think Of what God did for us and um, what he would have wanted for us to be like.
1: Okay. And so he wants us to be one with. His people. His people. Mm -hmm. Keep going.
4: One with his spirit, by his blood, by his power.
1: Yeah. So he he does this thing, you know, one body, one spirit, one Lord, One um, one one hope. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, um, and He just keeps hammering that one nail. And uh, this, if we're going to round that out, it's it's about being one, walking in that spirit of oneness um, with God's people, with His Spirit, by His blood, and by God His power. power. Yeah. Um, so you came up with a comparison to a verse out of Matthew 5 where Jesus says that we are to be the salt of the earth. Take us into that just a little bit.
4: Yeah, so um, when, I'm, when I say with his people, um, it's important the community that you have to be able to lean on one another and just talk about things that you may be confused about to get wisdom from each other. Um, it's good to, it, it allows us to grow, I think, to share different opinions and just to have a community that you know has the same, va- maybe not exactly the same values, but different opinions maybe. But just to have a community that believes in God and has the Holy Spirit, you know, surrounding them to be able to go to and talk to and get advice from. So um, when I mean with these people, it, it also is part of our calling to salt the earth and not necessarily when I say salt not necessarily push religion into somebody's face but just by being just by walking in his footsteps and being the way that he would want you to be it shows others you know how how that can affect somebody's life how much better it can make somebody's life and it can really put an impact on others you know just by seeing a community or seeing um the way that somebody lives.
1: Yeah. And then uh, you also talked about, like, if you over-salt something. It tastes bad. It tastes bad. You've yeah. ruined it. And so our faith should not be so in their face, in someone's face, that it, it kind of ruins Overwhelming. them. Overwhelming, yeah. Um, but there's this this good sort of place for that salt of faith in our lives and then as we relate to others. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So the first... The first facet of being together as God's people is being unified. And then I thought this was really interesting how this passage sort of shifts from this oneness idea to a very different idea. You Mm want to take us into that?
4: Yeah. So in verses 7 through 13, it says, But grace was given to each each one of us according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore it said, When he ascended on high, he led a host of captives, and he gave gifts to men. In saying he ascended, what does it mean but that he had also descended into lower regions, the earth? He who descended is the one who also ascended far above all the heavens, that he might fill all things. And he gave the apostles, the prophets, evangelists, the shepherds, and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry for building up the body of Christ. Until we all attain to the unity of the faith of the knowledge of the Son of God to mature manhood to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So what i got from those verses is that it's important for us to be mature be mature got it in <laughs> our faith so
1: yeah and if i can i think one of the things when you when you sort of cuz this passage moves from this this sort of repetitive oneness theme to this growing up theme That he shifts to in this section, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and it it was just kind of as we talked through this, I was struck by like if we as God's people want to be unified, if we want to be together, there's a there's a oneness element of that we have to work at, and but we all need to grow up Mm -hmm. and 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 mature. Yeah, And and there's there's a so there's that aspect. Take us into that.
4: So um, one of the first bullet points points is that it all starts with grace so god he chose like it says here he descended he ascended after he went like went to earth went to earth to bring us back to heaven um he chose to face sin in order to redeem us so i think that in that being said in order for him to ascend to heaven he had to go to a lower like a worst part mm-hmm. so um, I think that in him doing that um, where was I going with this <laughs> um, it, you have to in order to be better sometimes it takes being at a low point in your life to okay. ascend from that
1: and we got into some good studies so we, we looked up Psalm 68, verse, I think, 18 in the English Bible, verse 19 in the Jewish Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, and it actually says the opposite. Like it says that he he ascended and men gave gifts to him. Yeah. But Paul says here, as he quotes that passage, well, that he, he descended and then he ascended and gave gifts to men. Mm-hmm. And so Paul is very intentionally taking a a verse that Jewish people would have been very familiar with. This was in their hymnal; they sang it at least once a year, um, and sort of changing a word for emphasis. And it and, w- and then we had to go read Calvin. And uh, yeah, what was the word I gave you? Chaldean uh, something or other. Something weird like yeah, that. Yeah, something <laughs> weird like that. Yeah, and. Uh, there 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 is one ancient manuscript out there that's written in Aramaic that has the wording that Paul used but Paul was not reading that manuscript there's 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 like no way that's the one he was looking at he was quoting from his own memory in all likelihood and um he intentionally changes this word from rece- God receiving gifts to God giving gifts and it's a it's an in- very intentional tool that Paul uses to get everyone's attention and to remind us that our our maturity starts with what Christ did for us. And we receive those gifts of faith and grace and forgiveness. That's what um, sort of changes who we are and begins our growth as Christians. Um, but take us into, just once again, real quick, that descended, ascended, aspect that Paul is talking about, what did Jesus do?
4: He went to earth to die for our sins and then went back up to heaven.
1: (laughs) And is he going to leave us here forever? No. No. (laughs) He ascended so that he could bring us with him into God's presence. And so that's where it all begins. Then there's this call. uh, Paul goes into the various aspects of the body of Christ, Mm -hmm. right? And he's given some people to do some things and other things, but all for one purpose. Take us into that Portions 11 through 13. Okay,
4: so do your part. It says, and he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and the teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry for building up the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of faith, the knowledge of the Son of God, to to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of fullness of Christ. So um, I I like how in 11 it says he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and teachers um, to quit for the saints for the work of the ministry, so it 's not only you know it 's not like a hierarchy of who 's better who 's the best right. it 's just
1: it's all it 's everybody
4: it's yeah. it 's everybody that can receive that gift, it's everybody who can walk in his footsteps but it 's also important that we all do our part so that might nece- not necessarily mean that we all are good at the same things like my mom she 's very good with children she 's good at doing. Um, the children's art with them, whereas other people, like Lois, she is our um, organizer. She gets everything set up for us. She's amazing, you know. She does, everyth- does everything for Blueprint. She's, you know, yeah. it's, everybody has their own
1: part. Would you want your mom trying to do Lois's job?
4: No. My mom would be in a very bad mood, and that would not be good. Okay. <laughs> that would not be good.
1: <laughs> yeah. Would you would you want Lois being the creative director for our children's ministry cuz they would do Maybe the not. same thing every week at the exactly. same time with the same attitude and the same <laughs> smile on your face. This is children's ministry. That's what you do right here at 1105. <laughs> all right. Love you Lois. All right. Uh, yeah, I love I love Jen too. I love you all. You're all beautiful souls. I love you all. Um, okay. So yeah, this, this idea that we all have... And so really, as a pastor, what I want you doing, and what I want Lois doing, and what I want your mom doing, I, I want them doing the things that make their hearts sing. That
4: they're good
1: at. Right? That mm-hmm. they're good at. The, the, the things that, that give them joy and energy to be a part of, rather than trying to make your mom file things in our office, which would be, she'd rather chew gravel. <laughs>
0: exactly. Um,
1: and so uh, that's, that's the body of Christ. When, it, when it's working the best... We're all doing the stuff we love to do that God created us to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's this idea of doing our part.
4: And helping others grow.
1: Helping others grow. That this whole purpose of doing our part is to build each other up. Exactly. Right? Towards maturity. Um, that we're sharing this load and...
4: That Christ is our standard.
1: Right. Yeah, that's a That's a tough standard. Mm-hmm. Um that that Paul says, you know, there's there's this maturity that I want for you, and the standard of that maturity is, oh, I don't know, Jesus.
4: Yeah. Mm. Okay. <laughs> a and scary.
1: Uh, <laughs> um, and that's that's sort of a very humbling calling, and it it'll always drive me back to that grace thing in the first part of this passage, where he starts in verse seven. Uh, I've got to go back there if I'm going to keep moving because otherwise I'll just give up I'll be so disappointed in myself that I will just quit. Um, okay. So it all starts with grace. We're called to build up the body of Christ and to,
4: um, express his love.
1: Yes. And so So, verses 14 through 16 are kind of the, the final, um, calling of expressing God's love. Um, this idea that as we grow, we're, we're more and more uh, expressive of who Christ is and the love that he brings to our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're going to go back to some themes that we've already talked about, but this is how Paul works. He'll say something, and then he'll come Repeat back it. to it and, and say it again in a different mm-hmm. way. So take us through that last.
4: So um, like I was talking about easy um, earlier, it says resist what's easy to what comes easy. So like I said, It's easy to, um, you know, do what our flesh wants. So be selfish. Um, Sometimes be mean. If uh, people are being mean to you, sometimes you want to be mean back. Um, It's hard to resist what comes easy. But at the same time, um, having the Holy Spirit in you, you know what is right. And um, you know what is wrong. So you have to, even though it's hard, you ha- you have to do what God would want us, us yeah. to.
1: And that that comes back to really the heart of Christ and our call to reflect that. Um, and I, you know I think about myself in a reflective capacity, um and i can only hope right that, that when i interact with others they see something of christ instead of just <laughs> who yeah. i am yeah and 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 it's a it's you know there's some tension there because the way god created you you're amazing right but if you or i and we're we're all that way Right, we all have these qualities that God instilled in us that make us unique and, and memorable, are. and it's who we are. Um, but if I go about life trying to show people how incredible I am, exactly. uh, that's going to backfire. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my hope is that through those interactions, um, there's some reflection of who Christ is in, in the way that other people uh, relate to me or derive truth from how I interact with them. Um, So we're to resist what comes easy. We're we're to reflect the heart of Christ. And then?
4: We are to build up those around us. Okay. In love. Yeah. Like we talked about before. mm -hmm. But, um, again, it's important to reiterate it because, again, it's hard. But having a community that you can lean on and just... Like one of the best examples I can use is when we were at Blueprint. Um, just having that fellowship with each other is what kept us going, really, because you know it was like not like probably a hundred degrees outside, working in the working painting on the roof, hot roof. It, you know it would have been miserable otherwise, other than you know being with the people that I, I love to be with. But it really made it like I would do that. Over and over and over again, just right. because being with the people that reflect God's love, it really just gave me like pure joy is, is the only way that I can describe it. It just made me very happy and I felt so, so fulfilled with um, having those people around me be able to build me up and keep me going and just have fellowship with one another.
1: That's a great example and it, if you don't know, Blueprint is our summer youth missions trip, and the kids go down to urban San Antonio and work on houses of people who live at one and a half times the poverty level or lower. And it's always summer South Texas weather yeah. and uh, I, dirty jobs and um, where you might expect otherwise bad attitudes. Um, it's, like o-
4: it's really, honestly, it's, it's fun.
1: Yeah, like, like if I was at home and I told my kid, go outside, get on the roof, lean over, and paint exactly. the underside of the awning, they would just be like, what are you, no. crazy? <laughs> no. Yeah, but at Blueprint... you are um, excited to go. Yeah, and it's it's really the fulfillment of... What you're talking about is, you know, this fulfillment of this last part of verse 16. When each part is working properly, it makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. And, and there's... Um, there's that love of Christ that is expressed on those job sites, that it's it's sacrificial. Um, nobody's getting paid for being there, um, and it's 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 something that you enjoy because of that love that's being shared and expressed, et cetera. So yeah, great example. It's
4: definitely an amazing experience. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, um, anything else that you want to say about? the call to be together as God's people
4: um I feel like we covered it just you know um like I said it's going to be hard to follow the word being Christian is definitely hard it's not easy um but you just have to go back to what God did for you and think about how he let his only son die for all of us to be um
1: Forgiven. redeemed yeah yeah good word so all right yeah. <laughs> and you got to read some John Calvin this week <laughs> <Yeah>. not every <laughs> 18 year old girl can say that <laughs> all right uh, you want to you want to dial or hang up as we close I'll hang up all right Father God thank you for Allie and for the work of your spirit within her to bring forth uh, truth from your word this morning and to relate it to our lives and Lord we pray that you would be with us as we try to live out your word, Um, that uh, your spirit would fill us, that your word would guide us, that we would be able to reflect who you are to the people around us. Father, that uh, through being part of your family and growing together in grace, uh, we could all do a a, a more robust job of reflecting who you are to this dark and hurting world.
4: God um thank you again just for letting me be here today for surrounding me in a community that I know loves me loves people around me is always here for me can give me advice I can always lean on them um I pray that you open a community like that to others who may not have it or even just let them meet somebody that can show them your love um pray that you give us guidance through our lives to turn away from our flesh even when it's hard um, just to always remember who you are what you did for us how you let our son, how you let your son die for us um, just be there for us to guide us to give us the strength, the wisdom that we need God and, um, in Jesus' name I pray, Amen
1: Amen, thank you Allie the Brave yes. <laughs> Honey on my lips. Yeah. Or like Benadryl on my legs.
2: No. <laughs> I mean, like you it. know,
1: we could write a new new verse. Um, thank you, Allie. Uh, this is a time in our worship where we come to the Lord's table. This is the centerpiece of Christian worship, a place that we return to again and again because Jesus told us to, and he said that whenever we come to his table, there are some things that we are supposed to uh, bring with us to this place, and there are things that we are to leave at the foot of his cross, and so as you uh, come to the Lord's table today, I will read from uh, the book of Second, First Corinthians. And these are words that the Apostle Paul gave to uh, a very young church as they were struggling to figure out what it meant to be Christians, to worship God by coming together to his table. This, this is the place where our oneness is represented because each of us comes and we partake. We take into our bodies That which represents the sacrifice of Jesus, the body and blood that he shed for the forgiveness of our sins. And so we come to this table of grace. We come in humility, and and yet we come in joy, knowing that this is the place where God redefines who we are again and again and again. Because he knows we have to go back and draw from this well continually continually in this life. And so as I read these words, let them prepare your hearts for this table. And then after I'm done or when you are ready, come forward and you will have uh, three choices of elements. We have uh, gluten-free, we have alcohol-free, and then we have uh, free gluten and free alcohol and the other ones. Um, But Just take one of the cups and take it with you back to your seat, and then we will all uh, open them together uh, once you're ready. So hear these words and let them prepare your heart for the Lord's table today. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread. When he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, For anyone who eats and drinks without discerning the body eats and drinks judgment on himself. And one of the central truths here is that all of God's judgment and wrath against sin, the sins of his people, were taken by Christ on the cross. We are free to come together as one family under the banner of God's grace through Jesus Christ. And we return to this table. Our souls are nourished as we are reminded of what he did for us. So I should also remind you this is not Hope Church's table. This is the table of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And it is open to all of those for whom he has died for the forgiveness of their sins. So when you are ready, come forward and partake. to forgive us our sins, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. My little children, I am writing these things to you so that you may not sin, but if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. He is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. And by this we know that we have come to him, come to know him, if we keep his commandments. You will turn your cup red side down and then peel off that top layer. We will take out the wafer. Body of Christ, which is broken for you, take and eat. The blood of Christ, which was shed for the forgiveness of your sins, take and drink. Father God, We are humbled by a love that pursued our sinful hearts all the way to death, death on a cross and beyond that grave that you descended to our plane of existence to demonstrate what love is that when you were finished, you rose again from the dead and you ascended to the right hand of God on high to lead those of us who were captives to sin in freedom, in joy, in the eternal worship of your holy name, that we would be a people together, unified, proclaiming the grace that you have shown to us through your Son, Jesus Christ. He gives us the gifts of faith and forgiveness, of love and joy, of togetherness and unity in the body of Christ. By what he did for us, we are made part of your one family forever. We thank you for this one faith, this one baptism, this one defining love that you showed to us through your son, Jesus Christ. It is in his name we pray. Amen.
2: Will you stand and let's finish our time together this morning and worship together? One,
0: two, three, hey four. All right. Okay. All right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's a place where the streets shine with the glory of the Lamb. There's a way we can go there, we can live there, be on time because of you. Because of you. Because of your love. Because of your love. Because of your love. Because of your love.
1: God. As you go forth into the week ahead, God wants you to take with you from this place his blessing. These words are ancient. May they be fresh and alive in your hearts today. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. May you go in his peace.